Buenos días from BA. This is a Rorschach Venezuela update from the 9th of March 2023. A quick summary of what's going down in Venezuela. On Sunday the 5th, relatives, leaders and former Latin American presidents commemorated the 10th anniversary of the death of the former president of Venezuela, Chávez. Luis Arce, the president of Bolivia, Daniel Ortega from Nicaragua, the ex-presidents of Cuba, Raúl Castro, Bolivia, Evo Morales, Honduras, Manuel Zelaya, and Ecuador, Rafael Correa, visited Chávez's grave at the Cuartel de la Montaña to commemorate him. During the ceremony, former Ecuadorian President Correa gave a speech full of compliments and personal recognition to Chávez, to whom he said he was more than a friend, he was, quote, an older brother, unquote. Speaking of presidents, on Tuesday the 7th, Gustavo Petro, the president of Colombia, sent Colombia's foreign minister, Álvaro Lian, to meet Maduro at Miraflores Palace. This is part of the periodic meetings agreed upon by Maduro and Gustavo Petro. The objective is to give more, quote, dynamism to the bilateral relationship between both countries. SOS. On Thursday the 2nd, SOS Orinoco uploaded a video denouncing that 3,200 hectares of the Chapacana National Park in the Amazonas state are deforested and poisoned with mercury. On Twitter, the organization stated that there are 86 gold mining machines on top of the Tebuy, with the consent of the Venezuelan military and the Colombian guerrilla. Likewise, SOS Orinoco revealed that the Chapacana Park is the most affected by illegal mining in the entire country. Despite strong criticism on social media, neither Maduro's nor Petro's government have made a statement on the matter. The Amazon is not only a place for illegal mining, but also for drug trafficking. On Friday the 3rd, Domingo Hernández announced that the Bolivarian National Armed Forces, better known as FANB, seized a semi-submersible submarine dedicated to drug trafficking at the Orinoco River in the Amazonas state. This is not the first time the FANB has found an embargo of this nature. On the 30th of April 2022, The organization seized another submarine in the Arauca River, used by the Colombian drug trafficking armed terrorist groups to transport drugs from Colombia to Venezuela. Apparently, Tachira's police force does better than the FANB when it comes to catching drug dealers. On Monday the 6th, a man was arrested for selling drugs in sweet gummies to children and teenagers. The gummies were made from tetrahydrocannabinol, a psychoactive substance found in the cannabis sativa plant. Officials from the Tachira Base National Anti-Drug Directorate apprehended the suspect, from whom they seized four boxes of these chewable gummies. Another one who was caught was the journalist Lenin Rojas. On Monday the 6th, Tarek William Saab, Attorney General of the Republic, reported that the journalist was legally charged with the crimes of lewd acts and sexual harassment against a woman. The journalist was arrested in 2021 
days later after Maria Virginia Montiel, the victim, shared her testimony as a rape survivor of Rojas on social media. Nevertheless, the public ministry waited two years to charge Rojas for these crimes. Maria's testimony is not the only one. In the same year, another woman named Lucia Divita also denounced Rojas for the same crime. In other news, on Thursday the 2nd, at the fourth anniversary of the Great Transport Mission, Delcy Rodriguez, Vice President of the Republic, announced the delivery of 70 units of Yutong buses to improve the country's public transport service. Likewise, Ramon Velázquez, Minister of Transportation, reported that since the arrival of the Iranian vehicles brought by the Maduro government 40 days ago, more than 500 of the 1,000 vehicles have been sold. While the government tries to improve public transport, the electric service continues to be forgotten. On Thursday the 2nd, the NGO Médicos por la Salud reported that more than 250 deaths attributable to blackouts occurred in 2022 in Venezuela's hospitals. The deaths are mainly linked to failures of medical equipment and elevators due to blackouts. To date, these blackouts continue to occur frequently. Speaking of power outages, on Tuesday the 7th on social media, thousands of Venezuelans commemorated the fourth anniversary of the national blackout that left the entire country without electricity for seven consecutive days. Scandal in the opposition ranks. On Wednesday the 9th, former Vice President of the United Socialist Party of Venezuela, Diosdado Cabello, stated that the Primero Justicia Opposition Party asked Maduro to disqualify the opposition leader Maria Corina Machado from the 2024 presidential elections. Even though he didn't explain the reasons, according to Cabello, the Maduro government's response was negative, saying that, quote, Machado is the opposition's problem, unquote. However, Cabello's statement did not end there. The former vice president revealed that some leaders of Primera Justicia meet with Chavismo in secret. On that note about Primera Justicia, on Friday the 3rd, the opposition party announced Argelio Rieras, the mayor of the Simón Bolívar municipality in Zulia State, expulsion from the party. According to the political organization, Riera improperly managed the public funds and wasn't transparent about them in the last funds reports. However, this is not the only case of corruption this week. On Thursday the 2nd, Mayret Acosta was dismissed from her position as general director of the Coromoto Hospital due to multiple accusations of mistreatment against workers, administrative and medical personnel. According to the La Patilla media outlet report, Acosta not only mistreated employees, but was also accused of embezzlement. Emmanuel Barrios, a traumatologist, was appointed as the new authority in the health center. On Women's Day, many things happened, so get ready for this news. On Wednesday the 8th, in a national broadcast, Maduro and his wife, the First Lady and Deputy to the National Assembly, Celia Flores, greeted and congratulated Camilla Fabri, wife of the Venezuelan diplomat Alex Saab, imprisoned by the United States for corruption. 
In the same broadcast, Maduro announced the creation of the Gran Misión Mujer Venezuela in order to integrate all social policies and programs for the care of women. On International Women's Day, the head of state highlighted the importance of supporting women in all areas for their development. For this initiative, he commissioned Vice President Delcy Rodriguez in addition to the Women, Health and Education Ministers. Unfortunately, even on Women's Day, hate speech against women continued. On Wednesday the 8th, Julio Montoya, leader of Primera Justicia, announced that he will promote a movement against trans people and abortion. After a video released on Women's Day in which he appears disguised with a wig, Montoya made a broadcast on Instagram Live in which he declared himself against abortion and the rights of transgender people. It is not the first time Primera Justicia has made hate speech. On the 25th of January, the National Secretariat for Family Justice published a message on social media against transgender people and their right to identity during Nonviolence Against Women Day. Sad news for soccer fans. On Tuesday the 7th, Peckerman said goodbye to the Vinotinto. The Argentine professional soccer coach ended his relationship with the Venezuelan team due to alleged breaches of commitments made by the Venezuelan Football Federation, or FBF. The media outlet Olé shared the information and assured that the reason behind Peckerman's departure is because the FBF did not follow the Argentinian coach guidelines. Now, some good news. On Thursday the 2nd, the Venezuelan poet Jorge Andres Medina won the 44th Arcipreste de Ita International Poetry Prize Award in Spain. The jury made up of the poets Vicente Gallego and Tomás Hernández and the editor of Pretextos, Manuel Ramírez, unanimously awarded the prize to Osario, the collection of poems presented by Medina. Vicente Gallego described Medina's poems as, quote, high quality, full of successes, clearing everything but handling irrationality in a very notable way, unquote. Saving the best for last, on Friday the 3rd, Venezuela's sweetheart, Edgar Ramírez announced on Instagram that he will star in the Netflix series Florida Man, which will premiere on the 13th of April. Created by Donald Todd, the series follows a struggling ex-cop who is forced to return to his home state of Florida to find the runaway girlfriend of a Philadelphia mobster. That's it for this week. Thanks for joining us. You can support us by subscribing to our show. This way, you'll never miss an episode. Let us know your thoughts and ideas by emailing us at venezuela at rorschach.com or follow us on Instagram at Rorschach Venezuela and Twitter at Rorschach underscore V-E-N or Mastodon at Venezuela at Rorschach.social. Hasta la próxima! Thank you.